At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin big bets here on Veston Dave Ross alongside Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. I love the, the football helmets. Nice. Probably be too big on me. Uh, we're ready for football season to begin in the NFL. That's going to kick off tomorrow night. Are you ready? I can't wait. I mean, but I've been ready since college football yeah. started. We already have college football. We're going to get to week two here in some of those games uh, in a bit and certainly talk much more about NFL week number one, getting ready to go with the Bills and the Rams tomorrow night. To that end, Steve Mackin is going to join us later on this hour to give us his numbers. They've been spot on so far. They always are. You got to check out Steve's work uh, at VEASAN uh, every day. And Gilbert Manzano is going to join us in hour number two to talk more about those Rams and what he's seeing in L.A. as they prepare for the Bills. Big question marks that I'll have. I, I hope, I'm sure Gilbert will have the answer. Matthew Stafford, truly, what's his situation with the elbow? Is he healthy? I have a lot of question marks there. I will say I kind of like the Bills' first half, laying the point. We'll talk about that as the show goes on today. Uh, we're going to get to some of the big news in the NFL. One of those does come from New York. We talked about Zach Wilson maybe being ready. Yeah. He will not be. Joe Flacco will go in week one for the Jets. Uh, we'll get to much more NFL news and notes in a second. But I did want to begin with the U.S. Open. Mm -hmm. And the reason is, is that we talked a lot about this yesterday, that yeah. Nick Kyrgios was the betting favorite after Rafa Nadal lost to Tiafo. Yeah. And we're like, can we, can we trust Nick Kyrgios? The answer is no. You still can't trust him. So five-setter. He loses to Karen Hatchinoff. Uh, a great match. I, I stayed up and watched the rest of it. I live bet Kyrgios when he was down in the fourth set, and he rallied for me, got that fourth set tiebreak, and I thought, okay, now I feel pretty good about where I'm standing here with plus money on Kyrgios going to the fifth set. 
alas, it wasn't meant to be. He loses the, the, he gets broken in the first game of it. And it's something you and I talked a little bit about during the show, or before the show, rather. When you're betting Nick Kyrgios, the emotion that he shows, some it's a double-edged sword. Some say it gets him going into the match, and some say it's holding him back. He still never won a Grand Slam. I don't know that he'll have a better opportunity with not just the big three, but the big four. Andy Murray was in this tournament, too, and he got bounced early. It doesn't get to look any better than this for Nick Kyrgios, and he couldn't close the door. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Talk about a missed opportunity. He was definitely the most talented guy remaining in this field. Had a huge opportunity. You look at center Tiafo, Rublev, Rublev and Tiafo getting ready to go. Center takes on Alcarez. I mean, Nick's tee serve, Dave, is just unbelievable. If this guy wasn't such a head case, he would have an opportunity. I mean, it, to me, he's like one of these coaches we see in the National Football League that doesn't have a clue sometimes pointing, uh, punting on fourth and one. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of David Culley in Houston. Yes. It's one of those types of scenarios. So now how, when you look at this, and we've got going to take on Jessica Pagula. I know you've been on Jessica a lot uh, early in these rounds. I yeah. wonder where you, where you think there. And you talked about center uh, taking on uh, Alcaraz there. And also now the feel-good story is the D.C. guy, of course, uh, Francis Tiafo. Who's going to take on Rublev and, and Tiafo is a small dog plus a dollar five. I'm seeing here. Big picture now is is Casper Rude the guy to beat going forward here? If you had to handicap the rest of the men's field, yeah, great point, Dave. I think Casper Rude definitely has to be considered. You know, he's a guy who's known as more of a clay court guy, but looking to turn things around. He's had a good uh, hard court season so far. Real opportunity for him, Carlos Alcaraz as well. Look, I'm not taking anything away from the remaining players in the field, but it feels like whoever wins this, they kind of, they didn't have to slay the dragon. It's like when Federer won uh, the French Open, it was Robin Soderling that took out Nadal. Yes. And so sometimes you don't have to do the heavy lifting, and the heavy lifting has been done for everybody that's remaining in this tournament. Now, Tiafo's going to have the crowd behind him because he is the lone American remaining. And the guy that dispatched Rafa Nadal. So you kind of almost want to see Tiafo go forward as the guy to slay the dragon, as you mentioned. At least it feels like you've earned it in that uh, in that degree of beating the best uh, in the field, and that would be Tiafo there, but he's the longest shot on the board at 10 to one. Very quickly, and I mentioned this to to you again before we began the show. John McEnroe was calling that match last night. I enjoy Johnny Mac's commentary. He was saying that you know sometimes the things that Kyrgios does are uncalled for, yeah. right? He's, he's like muttering, he's he's cussing. Boy, if you had the you had the live feed on on ESPN, uh, you know earmuffs for the kids because there are a lot of four letter words. That curious is flying out there. That stuff doesn't bother me per se. Yeah. You know, I heard people saying, oh, Johnny Mack can't criticize. He's do well, there was there was a difference in the way their temperaments were. What do you make of Curious? Do you really think now it's he's his own worst enemy, or do you think this is just who he is? And if you're getting in the curious betting market, wherever it's the Australian or, or the French Open or Wimbledon. This is what you're going to get. Yeah, you do so at your own peril. I would never bet this guy. I mean, you just can't trust him. I don't care if he was playing me. Obviously, we know he'd win six love, six love. I wouldn't get a point. But you don't know if he decides halfway through, well, you know, I don't want to play. And maybe you get the walkover. Exactly. I'm all sure exactly. moves on to the second round. Uh, so we'll keep an eye there. Uh, and certainly very quickly on the women's side, yeah. what do you think about Pakula today in that match against Fitech? You know, I took her a small play on plus three and a half games here. I think she's going to be very competitive, have the American support. Fitech really struggled against Niemeyer. Niemeyer really had an opportunity. There were a ton of breaks of serve in the second set. So Pagula's playing extremely well. Love, love her disposition. If Nick had her disposition, mm. he would be able to win a ton. There it is in a nutshell right there. So those are the matches we'll be watching uh, today. And, again, I love talking tennis with you, Amal, because it does get me back to my glory days <laughs> where I played high school tennis. I was, a, I was once rated as a 4-0. I mean, it's not bad for a kid. I'm not going to beat Nick Kyrgios. 
Well, maybe I would because he's head case. We don't know. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so back to the NFL news and notes of the day. We mentioned off the top here, Joe Flacco will get the start for the JTS Jets, Jets, Jets in, in week number one. Uh, and Robert Sala had some interesting comments. He was like, hell yeah, Joe Cool, here we go. You got to fire up your guy. But was this the thing of like, okay, Zach, we just don't want to force the issue. You mentioned it yesterday that you wouldn't throw him out there week one if he's not 100% ready. Is this now like, all right, we'll put Flacco, not to the Wolves. There are seven-point dogs here at home against the Ravens. But what do you make of the move here? Is this like we're we're just going to really give the kid as much time as he needs to get healthy. I think so. Look, you know, we talked about this briefly, and I loved your uh, guy, Lorenzo Alexander's uh, response when I said, well, you know, in special teams late in the game, you shouldn't return the punt because what you're saying, the guys can't do the job. Well, let me ask you this question then. Why is in certain situations we play conservatively? Right. I mean, to me, that's like, you know, sitting there suggesting, well, I'm not going to get to an accident. Why do I need auto insurance? Well, you just do to cover yourself, right? Sure. Might not so, be from your own, something else. Exactly. Happen. And so that's my whole point on when you look at these situations with a guy like Wilson, What's he going to – are you going to really beat the Ravens in week one? Probably not, and I'm not trying to take a defeatist attitude, but for me, I just don't think this is a scenario where you want him coming in. This is going to be a hungry Baltimore team. Let the human statue get beaten up a little bit. (laughs) I mean, let Zach Wilson have some rest. You're looking long-term. Joe Flacco is just there. He's a placeholder. That's all he is. Yeah, it is interesting, and I do feel like – by the way, the surprising news to me is that now they're saying Wilson won't be ready till at least week four. So, uh, so, yeah, at least week four. So that, that time frame, which was two to four weeks, yeah. right now we're on the front end of it. Well, that, if, I'm, if my math is good, that'd be six weeks yeah. if he's not ready to go till at least week four. So maybe they were, you know, maybe they're playing coy for the Ravens, which quarterback they're going to play. Well, not only is he not going to play week one, but you're not going to see Zach Wilson for a while, for at least the first month of the season. No. If you're a Jets backer, I just wonder in the futures market, and remember, you know, Thomas Gable at the Borgata, uh, you know, Thomas will tell you they were taking tons, you know, obviously in the tri-state area, of money on the JTS Jets as long shots to either win the division, which I, I think was foolish. But five and a half was a win total. I wonder now, do you like it better or worse? Uh, I think it's about the same. I was not expecting them to get over the win total. I, I don't understand the optimism for the Jets. Yeah. Look, they played well at home. You know, they were, what were, they, it's like the old line. They were like a possum, right? They get, uh, they get killed. Uh, what is it? They get beat at home and they get killed on the road. <laughs> right. I yes. mean, you know, to me, uh, you look at this Jets team, it's kind of like that. They're just not particularly strong. I don't believe in them. You know, I always love people go, I don't bet on my team or I don't bet against my team. I always say, I'm sorry. I missed you at the last owner's meeting. <laughs> my well, team. What is my team? Let me tell you Unless something. You're, you're one of our fine producers here, Brian Ortega, who actually owns part of the Green Bay Packers. That is a fair point. Very good point. Only Brian Ortega. Can <laughs> that, that that's a great point. <laughs> um, you know, it's so funny when you say, like, let the, the human statue, Joe Flacco, you know, take all the shots. You remember back in the North Carolina days when Roy Williams was the head coach and they were in a hostile environment? I think it was Florida State. Mm-hmm. And he pulled the starters off the court. And they're like, oh, what a humanitarian. Pull those kids out of there before the game's over to get them out of harm's way. You put in the backups. What about those kids? Like, this is the Joe Flacco situation. Like, oh, what a, yeah, this is really good. He's going to safeguard Zach. He's going to get the other guy killed. Nobody cares about Flacco because he got all the money. It's, it's just so funny the way we go, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, good. Pull those starters off, Roy. What a humanitarian. Let the backups get destroyed in the mob crowd when it, when it hits zero. How many plays do you think out of the Survivor? I don't know how many entries there are down at Circa. Well, for the Ravens? Yes. 
I got to think the percentile on that's pretty high. By the way, uh, before we get to the start of the NFL season tomorrow, I do want to go over some do's and don'ts with you and some basic rules of betting in the NFL specifically and or college football, but really the NFL and some of those survivors mm-hmm. uh, pools that are people are much more popular now these days, not just straight fantasy football, but really the survivors, there is a strategy to it. So if you're looking at this game with the Jets and the Ravens from a survivor standpoint, uh-huh. is now with the news of Joe Flacco being the starting quarterback, you say, yeah. I'll use the Ravens, but some people, and sometimes I speak for myself when I say this, don't like to play road favorites, certainly early in the season until you know what these teams actually look like. Yeah, I mean, I think the first week of the season, you have the greatest opportunity for upsets, particularly from a money line standpoint. Yes. Uh, I remember years ago, one of the best bets I'd ever seen made, this is probably going back more than a decade plus, uh, somebody bet the Panthers plus, it was plus eight, but they bet them on the money line in San Diego when the Chargers were there, obviously, but... They win the game. This is when the Chargers were in their heyday with Rivers and LT, and they win the game. And so I think there's some great opportunities early on to take a shot. I think people will be looking at that. When you look at the NFL schedule in week one, they've done a really good job, just like the final week of the regular season, of making these games what appear to be extremely competitive from mm-hmm. a lineup standpoint. I don't think there's any really that many easy matchups when you look at it. Ravens on paper look like probably one of the easiest ones, but is that the one you want to go with? I would say with Flacco in there, confidently, yes. And and I get your point, Dave, not necessarily, you know, you don't want to take a road favorite. And, you know, we've seen people get burned on that in the past. So this would be interesting to see how this one plays out. A low total in the Joe Flacco revenge game, 44 and a half game. is what we have. I mean, what if, what if Joe just goes out and lights him up? Joe, Robert Sala is really excited about it. We'll find out how that works out for Coach in game number one against the Ravens. When we come back, we will break down, I can't believe it, 24 hours and counting. Buffalo Bills, L.A. Rams, in SoFi. Can't wait for real NFL football. We'll talk more about it next right here on Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is football season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber, get our comprehensive college and pro football betting guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats, power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. Sign up early for a discount $175. You're receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or join us for just $40 a month to see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. We roll on with big bets here on VEASAN on a Wednesday. You know, I, I don't like to use the hump day thing because yeah, I don't know what day it is for your work week out there, people. It could be very different from ours, sure. right? But here's what I do know. We're almost over the hump to get to NFL football. Look, I am not a preseason guy. Our people here at VEASAN, we have some sharp people that could, hopefully you made a lot of money in the preseason. I can't do it. I can't bet fake football because I just don't know what I'm going to get. The real stuff... I can dip my toe in and say, all right, let's go ahead and see what we have here. Let's start with the Thursday night game between the Bills and the Rams tomorrow night in SoFi. And maybe some prop watch time. Some numbers we're going to throw out there. I am not a big player in the prop market, so I'm not going to tell you people at home to follow my advice. But what we'll try to do is do this exercise for those people in the prop market game here and see if we can find you some some leans that we might like. Right. Let's start off, obviously, when you talk about this stuff, we're going to talk about the quarterbacks. And Josh Allen and Matty Stafford. I mentioned off the top of the show, and see the Bills two and a half point favorites here, uh, staying right there around 52 and a half of that total. Matthew Stafford, from all reports, is fine. Right. No problem with the elbow, Amal. Don't worry about it. So says boy genius Sean McVay. So if you want to go with the right arm of Stafford, some are putting him in the Hall of Fame after winning the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> 267 and a half yards. That's the total. You see, it's juiced evenly minus $1.15. Josh Allen, slightly higher, 276.5. Again, juiced evenly at minus $1.15. If you had to play the over on one of these two for the passing yards, which one would you be more apt to play? I would play Buffalo. I think uh, the Bills, uh, Josh Allen meaning, uh, I think they might have a little bit of a challenge running the ball in the middle there with uh, Aaron Donald. Mm. So I think Buffalo could be more effective in the passing game. You know, Dave, I don't play a lot of the quarterback props simply because – the way penalties are called, you could have a 40-yard pass down the field and it looks like the guy's going to catch it, and all of a sudden, P.I. P.I. So now you just lost that yardage and you yep. get nothing there. So for me, I generally don't tend to play that. 
I, I do usually look at rushing yards for running backs, but that's once we get into the season, depending on what type of run defense you're facing off against, what you would expect the type of game plan to be. Um, for me, though, in the early part of the season, it's hard to really get involved in some of these and take a stab with them. I'm with you. And again, I, I don't like either one of the, the player props here for the passing yards. To, the, to Amal's point about penalties, but also I, I'm not sold on Stafford being 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I've already told you the one play I do have on this, I laid the Bills minus a point in the first half because I think they, they're ready to come out after a preseason where they actually played. I think they're going to be a, a, certainly better. The Rams, we saw them come back in the 49er title game uh, in the second half. I, I'll look for the Rams maybe in the second half play here because I just don't know how much math, Matthew Stafford's going to throw the football, to be honest with you. Now, passing touchdowns, forget about yards. Now we're just going one and a half. Now, this, to me, is more playable. If you want to take the over with Josh Allen, which is interesting, well, it's juiced heavily. It's minus $1.65. Both guys here, minus $1.65. The unders, plus $1.25 for Allen, plus $1.20 for Stafford. The idea there is Allen might vulture himself around the goal line by using his legs. Matthew Stafford, unless it's a quarterback sneak, probably is not going to do that. If you had to play just the over for passing touchdowns, either one of these guys are both getting two. I would t- I would take a shot with both of them. Um, you know, I think there's a strong possibility with both of them. But in terms of the – what I don't understand is Josh Allen's rushing yards is 276. His ru- is p- rus- excuse me, rush and passing yards Combined. are 316. Mm-hmm. We're expecting him to run for 40 yards? Mm-hmm. I mean, Josh Allen's season rushing total is 680 yards? <laughs> Look, they ran him more – at the end of the year, when they almost went single wing, when they're like, all right, we just can't run Singletary right, no, anymore, right, and yeah. loss. So we're, we're going to try Josh Allen as our best running back. Now, I can't expect that Sean McDermott, that they're going to do that early in, in the season, maybe at the end when you're really, you know, getting the playoffs and the games mean more, quote-unquote. I would think early on, let's see if we can just drop back 17 and not utilize those legs so we don't get that many shots on them. Right? Yeah. Like, let's preserve 17 instead of get, making him run the ball all the time, especially against Aaron Donald and company. When you say preserve, w- w- reference to health? Yes. Because I, I, to me, I always worry about running quarterbacks a la Cam Newton, that you can be the MVP, and by the way, Josh Allen's the favorite to be MVP this year. You can go out and win it like Cam. And I think the toil his body took that MVP year when they went 15-1 and in Carolina, I think that was the detriment to the rest of his career. I really do. Because the shots he took as a running quarterback – so I get it how big Josh Allen is. I understand what a weapon he is. But week one, Aaron Donald, L.A., let's utilize this kids and not necessarily the legs. That would be my advice if you're really looking for long, long-term long success. I would agree with you. But when you go back to Cam Newton, what is that, 2013-14, his yeah. first year um, at uh, Carolina, somewhere there, 2012. I don't even remember what year it was. But the point is that um, I look at the NFL now, it's a complete different game. The quarterbacks might as well wear like a jacket that says, hey, we can't touch him. You're not in practice. Unless I run. Unless I take off. Well, when was the last time you saw Josh Allen take a shot? Because, look, here's the reality of it. DBs are not looking to take a shot with him because he's bigger he's than big. them. yeah. Safeties are generally not in a situation they're coming up on him. And so if it's that scenario, he slides. I, I just don't think the quarterbacks take a shot. Brady's done an amazing job being able to preserve himself and be able to play this long. Yeah. All I'm saying is if you're playing in the Troy Aikman era, you're not playing this long. No, you're not. And, and so I think in Josh Allen's case, you're not taking the same hits. First of all, these guys go into a slide. The players are so afraid to hit him because you're going to get called for 15 oh, you yards. You touch him on the way down to yeah, the slide. I mean, yeah. it's so hard. I saw it in a game in college over the weekend. I was like, wait a minute. The guy just goes right into a slide a step before the defender, and you call it. I mean, it's impossible for the defender. 
It is. I believe that the MVP year of memory service is 2015 for Cam, somewhere in that vicinity yeah. there with Ron Rivera in Carolina. By the way, look at this prop here for Matthew Stafford rushing yards. One and a half. Uh, juice to the under, by the way. Minus twenty. Now, again, here's where you can get screwed. Matty Stafford's got three yards rushing. They're leading the game, and they take three knees. Do you know in the Super Bowl, I want to play on Mahomes under because of that? Because the knees. Yeah, because I actually had under, and he was over the total and went backwards. I'm in line. I was getting ready to throw away the ticket, and I was like, I'm just looking through, and I said, wait a minute. His, I, was, I mean, you talk about the luckiest win ever, but um, Stafford, a yard and a half. He's pretty good in a quarterback sneak situation. You could wind up with two yards on two different third or fourth and one uh, sneaks. So that's one thing you got to be cautious about. You mentioned Josh Allen and the rush yard total for him in the player prop to watch, and that's 35 and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, Juice to the over, by the way, minus $1. thirty-five. Again, I kid about the, the, the kneel downs, but you in your handicap, you should think about which team you think is going to win and then maybe X off three yards potentially for three kneel down situations because it's going to happen more than likely with one team over the other. Yeah, but the thing is, and, and uh, here's the thing, you got to understand and look at NFL.com or somewhere where they list the rules in terms of rushing yards because a lot of times those backwards plays count against the team total. They don't count against your individual yards. Oh. So just make sure you kind of distinguish which one it is. When it's a kneel down situation, they don't count it against that. I, I'm not sure exactly – if they've changed it or if it's a scenario where they just necessarily say, okay, it's a kneel down, so it's just against the team rushing total. That, that's fascinating. Again, you should know, you got to know those rules before yeah. you play those type of plays, but that could factor into it. I also look at the running back situation here, and another play that I do like in this game on Thursday night is the first half under. Uh -huh. Because, again, I, I'm waiting to see what the Rams look like. Remember, they didn't play any of their guys in preseason. Buffalo did to a degree. Josh Allen got some run. So that's why I kind of like the Bills to come out a little bit faster. But I do expect the running backs. I, you know, people look at the Rams and they think, Sean McVay's throwing it all over the lot. And he's that's not him. Rams backers will tell you he's he's almost conservative. And he, it's it's if you remember the Bengals Super Bowl well, first down, a lot of times these teams run the football, right? So I could see the Rams trying to establish the run more than the Bills possibly trying to establish the run. And therefore, I kind of look at it and I go, maybe Cam Akers now a year. I know he fumbled a lot in that Tampa Bay game. Oh, boy. But if he's really going to be the horse, and we'll find out about Henderson Jr. as well, as they're going to split some carries there. 43 and a half for Cam Akers. That feels very doable for me. Uh, you're not expecting a whole lot. Hell, you could break one and get 30, and then you just got to trudge to get to, you know, about, what, 15 the rest of the way, and, and you hit Pater. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Uh, for me, uh, I really am not enamored with any of the numbers this is a tougher call for me. Wow, I can't believe Josh Allen's juiced to the over at minus 135. How about that? So they're expecting Josh Allen to use those legs. I mean, he does, and he did in the big games down the stretch. But again, I thought earlier in the year, Sean McDermott, to their detriment, by the way, they lost week one to Pittsburgh a year ago. They really tried to establish them. They couldn't run the football. Yeah. So that's the thing. Can Buffalo be better with their offensive line that they don't have to use 17 in the run game? Yeah, I would agree with you there. It's going to be interesting to see. But he's, you know, he's got great mobility, very deceptive in terms of what he's able to do. And when he runs, it seems like he gets eight or nine yards on the runs. He's a gazelle. Yeah, he's absolutely. Like a big deer out there. Uh, he, he gets them easy. I think you just, yeah. Dave, to your point, I think you're right. You got, you got to be, at some point in this guy's career, you got to start saving his legs for the postseason a little bit more. One point I just wanted to point out with the Rams running back, keep in mind both Akers and Henderson just, just got back to practice with the team, both dealing with some injuries uh, in the preseason. So be careful a little bit with some of those numbers. Now, see, the Rams can establish the run. Big uh, emphasis on can. 
When we come back, Steve Mackin can, and he will. We'll talk next here on VEASAN Big Bets, the sports. VEASAN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VEASAN, the sports betting network. And welcome back. This segment of VEASAN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a bit different. Everyone is on their own journey, but whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. We were mentioning uh, going to break about some of those player props and, and be weary of the old kneel down because whoever's leading late, if the other team's out of timeouts, they're going to take three kneel downs. Yeah. And Kelly Bidwin, you've done the homework. Does the answer that is count? yes, Dave. It, it counts yes. against the QB. You take okay. a knee, those, those, those rushing yards are coming off of your, uh, your total. I think they should switch the rule, but I don't get to make that decision. So there it is officially, people. That In the NFL, that's the way it's going to work this year. Uh, going forward, they will still count against the quarterback as rushing yards. Let's get to our guy, Steve Mackinnon, and I follow Steve on Twitter. You should, too. It's Steve Mackinnon. Does a great job here as our VEASAN editor. Steve, I always tout your, your, your numbers, your plays. Even if I don't trust them, like last week with Syracuse, <laughs> you, just, you cashed easily as they whooped up on Louisville, and you told us this last week, and I, I just didn't, didn't have the guts to back the orange. I look at some of your system plays here for week one of the NFL, and the one that jumps out to me is system number one right off the bat. Then in week one, divisional home underdogs, divisional home underdogs are 16 and six and one straight up. Wow. 19 and four ATS. That's almost an 83% clip. So the potential plays that you point out are the ATL Houston and Minnesota. So these numbers, as they say, Jay-Z numbers don't lie. Yeah. Tell you what, uh, 16, six and one straight up. I mean, you're talking underdog system winning at, at that type of rate. I mean, you, you play looking to play money lines. That's a good spot to start at, looking for some money line underdogs. You consider the one game that this qualified on last year, it was Houston. I don't know if you remember, there's a lot of um, fear about Jacksonville. Yes. There a lot of excitement about them. And uh, they ended up running up to about a three-point favorite. And Houston was the qualifier in the system. And obviously, they won easily in that game. Uh, they qualify for a second uh, year in a row this time around. And then we also got uh, Atlanta and, and Minnesota. So a couple or uh, three pretty live underdogs that probably want to be considered for Sunday. And again, Houston's going to open up at home against Indy. Uh, the ATL is going to welcome New Orleans down there to uh, the Dirty Birds area. And Minnesota, it's a play I love against the Packers this week. I do think uh, Steve's numbers, that makes me feel better when I like Minnesota on that side. Yeah, well, for me, uh, the numbers are irrelevant for Minnesota. No disrespect, Mr. Packer over here, uh, Steve Mackin, and also an owner with the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> yes, by he the is way. An owner. That, that's a toss the records out, ATS, everything out the window for me. That's going to be a tough game. But, Steve, I want to go to something that's interesting, and I'm looking at this play that really stood out to me. So, um, NFL opening week road teams that won between four and six games the prior year are a ridiculous 48, 21, and five. Since 2004, oh, no. uh, going on the road. And the one that applies here for you is the New York Giants. Oh. You know, Dave and I were talking about this coming on air. And Dave goes, I would take Tennessee in the survivor pool. A lot of people are down on Tennessee. Can you confidently take the Giants here plus six? And remember, Daniel Jones is still the quarterback in New York. Well, I tell you what. Uh, my reasoning, uh, I think, in the foundation for the system 
is that you, those teams between the four and six win mark, they yeah. probably had a lot of bad breaks Fair. the year before that kept them at that level. They Maybe they lost a lot of close games. Maybe they had injuries. Uh, a lot of these teams end up making coaching changes, which in this case the Giants have, and I think they've really upgraded that coaching position uh, to the point where I think it can make them competitive if they're running on better strategies, better systems, and that kind of thing. Now, obviously there's some questions in Tennessee, a lot of disappointment at some of the things that happened in the offseason. So uh, if you combine those two uh, varying, I guess, if you want to call them levels of optimism and motivation going into the season, you, you you might want to take a look at the Giants. Yeah, I, I think you bring up a great point there. You know, guys, I want to get your take on this one. For me in the NFL, teams one through four, generally a few players better than everybody else. And the teams 29 through 32, generally a few players worse than everybody else. Mm. And then you have teams five through 28. I feel like it's one or two players. And the point Steve made, I thought was an excellent one. Injuries, bad luck, coaching changes. Yes. I feel like getting six points and actually just kind of trying to substantiate your point. I was just kind of mocking because it was the Giants. But I think, Steve, you bring up a good point. I want to get your take on this as well, Davis. Don't you guys feel like when you're getting this many points in so many scenarios, it really could go either way. I'm not saying the Giants are going to win the game, but covering six is a whole different ball game than necessarily winning the game. Well, let me just tell you guys this little inside story here. Tyler Fulgham, my buddy over there at ESPN, uh, we decided that we could not do Survivor together because of this game, Steve. He's on your side, he's on them all side, and he, he thinks the Giants are really live in this game, and the numbers back it up. So I'm going to stricken this segment from the record book that it never happened to, to prove Tyler's point right. But, Steve, the numbers bear it out. I think you guys are on the right side here with the Giants, taking the points for sure, but possibly could win that game outright. I'm walking myself off the Titans ledge now after this because I tell you, I always feel better when the numbers back up with my rationale. I want to get to your third system play that you have here for week one of the NFL. Opening week home faves, hosting teams that were good the year before, over 500 the prior season. How about this? 43 or 45, 23 and 5 ATS, over a 66% clip since 2000. So, my goodness, that's some data right there for 22 years. Potential plays here Miami, Carolina, Cincinnati. And bad news for the Raiders because the Chargers also qualify, Steve. Yeah, well, the good news for the Raiders is if, if we get to system four, they, it kind of flips back around there. But uh, this is an interesting angle in the fact that I think odds makers are maybe leading you to water on a lot of these. Uh, you, you think a team coming back from last year, uh, they're a 500 team, they're on the road, hey, now they're an underdog. Uh, regardless of who they're playing, you're pro they're probably a very attractive underdog to the, I guess if you want to call it the uh, naive better. Uh, and odds makers are telling you, hey, that's not the right side to be on in here. The favorite's the way to go. Steve, I want to go a little bit off script here and ask you about your team, the Green Bay Packers. I'm a believer in this team this year. A lot of people are down on them because they lost Devontae Adams. But you know what? Aaron Rodgers was great before he came out of Fresno, and he's still going to be great. Uh, this team has had great success under Matt LaFleur. A lot of people are down on them. I still think they're going to win this division fairly comfortably. How do you see this Packers team? I know you probably have them going 17-0 and 3-0 in the playoffs, but uh, other than that, seriously, um, I, I believe they should still be the favorite in the NFC despite their hiccups the last few years in the playoffs. Hey, can we go 13 wins for a fourth straight season? <laughs> I'll, I'll buy into that one. Uh, I, I think it's possible. Well, I, I tell you what, I, I had a lengthy conversation with uh, some of my fantasy football colleagues last night about this, and – to me, it feels as if the Packers are moving in a direction 
which the Patriots did at the end of last decade to keep Tom Brady upright and, and being the man in charge uh, and do, not putting so much on him, but using his ability to not make mistakes as a, as a quarterback and basically running the football around him, playing good defense on the other side of the ball. And that's supporting a, a top-level quarterback. And it seems to be a winning recipe. Uh it, I would guess that this Packer defense, the way they built this, this might be one of the best Packer defenses you've seen in a while. And obviously they got two great running backs to run the ball. No, I, I, I'm with you guys. I actually think the Packers defense will be the story this year in Green Bay that people aren't talking about. I think it's a top five unit that they have, and you can run the ball, so you might not have to rely on those young receivers and Aaron Rodgers to get it done. I, I thought Steve made a great point, Dave. You also said the same thing. I, I don't understand the lack of credit given to the Green Bay defense. Yes. I thought these guys have been tremendous. You look back in that game against the 49ers, if I said to you, I, I forgot, what was the final score, 13-10? Yeah, they gave up a block punt for a yeah. touchdown. I mean, right? if I said to you before the game, hey, San Francisco is going to score 10 points, oh, you're like, you've... all right, so what time Sunday is kickoff? What are we doing? Right. What's the pregame? I mean, you're already ready for the next game. There's no chance yeah. they're losing the game. It's like last night. If I told you the Braves are scoring 10 runs in Oakland, what are the odds they don't cover the run line against the A's? No doubt. And, and to me, I feel that way that this team doesn't get enough credit. The one other thing I want to point out with Rodgers, because a friend of mine, I'm talking about this prop bet. Rodgers' uh, prop interception this year is, I think, seven and a half. This guy hasn't thrown more, more eight interceptions until uh, going back to 2016. He doesn't turn the ball over. Any turnover you get and you don't fumble – I just think this team is far better than they're getting credit for. I think the postseason failures are being put too much on looking at what this team can do in the regular season, Steve. Yeah, you know, as far as last year's postseason failure, I, I will go to my deathbed saying that if it didn't snow at halftime, that's I agree. It, the Packers win that game. Yeah. So uh, the, the thing with Rodgers, I wouldn't, I would expect his touchdown numbers to be down this year uh, with Adams gone. I mean, they, they've made a lot of, touchdown type plays at the one yard line, maybe for Rogers MVP candidacy and their ability to get the end. But I think they're going to, they're going to see more rushing touchdowns this year from when they get deeper uh, towards uh, the goal line. And I, I, I think maybe a, a Aaron Rodgers under TD prop might work, but he's also not going to throw any, any interceptions. So I don't think there's going to be a trade off there. Totally agree, Steve. I, I love your numbers every week. And what I really like about them and I appreciate it. And hopefully the viewers and the listeners will too is that you give teams that actually are applicable to your systems uh, that they can go ahead and play in week one. So, again, if you want more deep dives from Steve Mackin and more, they're on VEASAN.com, only for VEASAN Pro subscribers. Be a pro at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Steve, enjoy week one, my friend. We'll catch up again next week. Oh, hey, we sure will enjoy week one. Uh, you, you guys, too. Go Thank Vikes. You. Sorry, that was a cheap <laughs> shot. Much more to get to when we come back and talk some Major League Baseball here on Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It is a whole new game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I'm Dave Ross. This is Big Bets here on a Wednesday. We want to give out our first pro tip. Of this hour, and it was despite the lack of star receivers, be careful betting over on Aaron Rodgers' interception props because, Amal, to your point, he hasn't had eight since 2015. That was seven years and four score ago. It's a long time ago, kids. So if you're betting on Aaron Rodgers because he's got rookie receivers, they're going to run wrong routes, and you're thinking he's going to get a little regression to the interception mean – uh, you might not want to make that play because it just hasn't cashed in a long time. Yeah, he he is really tremendous in terms of being able to protect the football. It does it better than really anybody I've ever seen. And I think historically he does have the lowest uh, touchdown-to-interception ratio in the history of the league. Would you be willing to take a stab that A.A. Ron can go back-to-back-to-back to back to back in the MVP market? I don't believe so for a couple of reasons. He would have to have such a spectacular year. I think the voters tend not to want to give it to that yeah. type of player. It's the same thing I always make the case on Lamar Jackson when Baker Mayfield won the Heisman. Lamar should have gotten it. He had a better year the year he didn't win it than the year he won it. And so for me, I think it would be a tough spot for him to be able to get there. Um, I, I think Josh Allen's going to be a guy. I think Mahomes going to have a big year. Mm-hmm. I know people are, well, he doesn't have – Tyreek Hill, I still think Mahomes is a tremendous player. Also, Wilson's a guy who could do well. Depending on what the receivers in Denver do, 
Uh, look, I'm going to go with my guy, Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar's going to have a, have a monster year. I love his price point, too, 20-1 to for Lamar. Absolutely. And here's the other thing about Lamar that I say that no other quarterback has. So you look at Allen, you look at Rodgers, you look at Mahomes. We know that they're incredibly elite. But they could play a little bit poorly, have an interception or turnover, a fumble, what have you. But with Lamar, we know he's a subpar to average passer. And if he throws the ball with any kind of consistency, yeah. Dave, it's a bonus. You talk about going over the top. If Lamar throws the ball well, his legs are always going to be there. I mean, you, it just to me, it changes the dynamic. He has the one upside and potential that nobody else brings to the table. It's something I, I mentioned this last week. It's something Steve Young said on ESPN. Remember Steve Young's career here, uh, albeit left-handed. Very similar. He was like, hey, I can throw the football too. I might not be Joe Montana. I don't have to just run it all the time, right? And Steve Young showed he could, he could throw it with his legs. And he believes that's Lamar Jackson. He really does believe that the Ravens need to open up the offense more for Lamar. And a 20-to-1, if he does just enough of that, I'm with you. I wouldn't back A.A. Ron for a three-peat. I love his number, 20-to-1, to get his second MVP. I, I take a little bit of umbrage with what he said simply because, by the way, there's not a bigger number eight fan than myself of Steve Young. I, I absolutely love this guy. Didn't like Francisco. him. Really? Well, oh, I my didn't. God. He was so no, no, good. No, he no, doesn't like, even get credit for how great he 1994, was. 1994, Amal. Yeah, when they won the Super Bowl? Yeah, well, who they beat to get there? The Cowboys, that's fine, but you know yeah, what? That's, that's why I don't like you, Steve. No, Young. no, 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 no. That's your owner's fault, Jerry Jones. No, 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 no. You're gonna blame this on Jared, and Jimmy I, doesn't get any of the blame. Jimmy wouldn't throw the ball late in the first half, gotten a turnover, and been down at the break as much. Uh, the bottom line is, though, Steve Young was so great really from an accuracy standpoint. It was unbelievable what he could do. He was just a uh, just a joy to watch. He had one of the greatest runs in the history of the NFL. Remember that one against the Vikings in the playoffs? Yeah, his helmet came off. Was that the, the one that they yeah, ripped yeah, it off at the end? Well, he, yeah, he just falls into the end zone they as he put, gets tackled. They would have put the uh, the defender in football jail now. Back yeah, then, exactly. it was just a play on. So what they did. He was uh, unbelievable. By the way, the long shot that I do like in the MVP quarterback race, it's Kirk Cousins at 50-1. to 1. I mean, 50-1. to 1. Oh, God, uh, Dave. Here's the thing, Amal, is that if, it, if not now, when? If not now, when, Kirk Cousins? KC8. I think this is very playable. He's got receivers galore. He's got a running game. He's got an offensive-minded head coach now. Mike Zimmer, I love you, Mike. But you, you, you might have held back the offense a little bit. Now it's green light go. You open up. And Kirk Cousins is going to walk through that door. Don't give me a ball. I'm, I know, I'm getting ready to say some. I'm Don't just getting ready to say said Steve Young, Lamar Jackson, and KC8. All these guys are number eight. I'm thinking Dave's hitting the eight ball. What the hell is going on here? Are you kidding me, Kirk Cousins? As a Let me tell you something. Play. Hold on. 51. I, I, I give you that because he's got Thielen and Jefferson who yeah. are unbelievable. They got Rager. At by, him, by the way, you know I'm a huge college football guy. But it, it just pains me that two of the top five receivers in the NFL are from LSU. I, I'm like, I don't pay attention to the guys in the league as much. I don't have a team, so it doesn't bother me as much. I'm big. These guys are incredible talents, Chase and Jefferson. But um, I, I have to tell you, and I, I think Adam Thielen's unbelievable, great route runner. But to me, here's my issue. Okay. Kirk Cousins is a guy that's got to wait for Jefferson as he smoked his guy by 15 yards, then he'll throw the ball. He just doesn't take the downfield shots. The other thing is, I think Dalvin Cook is the key to that offense. Yes. If Cook is healthy, he can run the ball. I think he takes away some potential votes from Kirk Cousins. They have to go 11-6, and 12-5. I just don't think Kirk Cousins can win it. Uh, very quickly, uh, my nephew Josh got married this past weekend uh, in, congratulations. in Minneapolis to Jess. Uh, she's a dyed-in-the-wool Vikings fan. And for years, it's been, you know, Uncle Dave is Kirk Cousins. They, they're not big Kirk fans. And I keep trying to tell them. They understand football. Just hold the line, Jess and Josh. This is the year. This is the year that Kirk Cousins 
By the way, look at his Kirk, look at Kirk's numbers compared to Aaron Rodgers last year. They're, they're comparable no, numbers. No, he had three. He's had three consecutive one hundred yard, one hundred quarterback ratings. He's been tremendous in that sense. But I think he's got great receivers. Here's what I would ask you in the same point I made about Utah going into Gainesville that ninety percent of the teams would have lost that game, if yeah. not more. Um, yeah, you say ninety percent. Actually, there weren't thirteen teams that were beating Florida that weekend. But my point being is you think there aren't 25 quarterbacks in the National Football League if they had Jefferson and if they had uh, Thielen, they couldn't put up, and Dalvin Cook, they couldn't do the same thing? I, I Look, I like Mike Zimmer, old D coordinator back there in Dallas, but I do think that the coaching change is going to do Minnesota well. I agree with, with you. With an offensive-minded guy. I agree. With the weapons that they have. Look, my first choice for MVP is with you. It's Lamar Jackson at 20-1. to But if you want a long shot at 50-1, Let's go KC8. I'm on the train. Let's do it. Skull. Hashtag skull. You, you know why I should never criticize these types of plays? Because when they win, I've got to eat the crow on it. But being right doesn't get you anything. That's true. Right? Like, it's when the broadcaster's like, it's a, like a nine to one game. And they're like, should the Mets hold on and win this game? Dude, have you seen the Pirates? They can't score eight runs in about a week and a half. You think they're going to score eight runs in, you know, in an inning or something like that? So, I, but I think you make a compelling argument from this standpoint, and from an odd standpoint at fifty to one, yes. it is one you have to look at simply because of what they've got around him and the switch in the coaching. And I think it's the weaker of the conferences where yeah. the AFC could beat each other up, and you could have a clear path in the NFC. I think that's another really good point. Yeah, so we'll we'll find out if that works out. But I know that Josh and Jess are going to work out. So congratulations on the nuptials. Remember, that was our pro tip: do not be careful betting on Aaron Rodgers' uh, interception prop. He hasn't had eight. Since 2015, again, we're going to do these every hour here across the network on VEASAN. So about 20 of those a day, if you're watching and listening across the network, they're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com. You can sort them out by show or by sport. Very quickly, we're watching the Metropolitans right now. They have a 5-1 lead over the Pirates uh, in the eighth inning, but they don't have a lead any longer in the NL East. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm on a group text called Meet the Mess instead of Meet the Mets. And... um, well, it's been imploding. Mets Twitter's imploding. Are the Metropolitans going to implode and blow this lead? Their schedule is easier than the Braves down the stretch, but that hasn't meant a whole lot. The Buccos have been beaten up, but the Mets trying to get off the, on the right foot today. Yeah, but, you know, I think that's why the Mets really got to be the prohibitive favorite. I looked at it when the Braves were two games back, and they were plus, uh, I think, 270. And mm. you sit there and say, why are they so high? Because when you look at the Mets' schedule, Dave— they play nobody That's, down the stretch. And they've got the Braves. The head-to-head is the key. But Scherzer not going on the 15-day uh, injured uh, list is a big deal. But remember, you still got DeGrom. You got a great outing out of Bassett today. Seven innings. Lugo's in there right now. Mets with a 5-1 lead. Should be able to get it done. Strider goes today for the Braves against the A's. Um, they should be able to bounce back. I say bounce back, meaning from a pitching standpoint. They still sure. won the game last night against Oakland. So good opportunity if you're both teams here to be able to continue to win games. Mets coming in on a three-game losing streak. It looks like. They should be able to get this thing turned around here in game one of the doubleheader. Yeah, 5-1, bottom of the eight as they play that. Speaking of double dips for New York teams, that the Twins and, and uh, Yankees today are going to play two in the boogie down known as the yeah. Bronx. What do you make of the Yanks? Are, are they going to round into some sort of form before the postseason? No, I, I look, I picked Houston at 2-1 to one back in June to win the ALCS, mm. and I, I'm going to stand by that. I look at this Houston team, 2-3-4-5 in the lineup. With, well, Altuve at the top, and then you've got Jordan, uh, Bregman, uh, Tucker's really hitting well. So this team can be extremely dangerous. But for me, when I look at the Yankees, the inconsistency, I thought this was, was going to plague them. They were able to overcome it the first three months of the year. The in, inability to get guys on base. They can hit for the downs. We know it. 
but can you get guys on base? And they just don't do it uh, consistently enough. Yeah, so they've got two big ones for the for the Win Twins too. They've got to start winning as well uh, in that American League Central race. Uh, very quickly, when you look at that race, Guardians right now with a game and a half lead over the Twins. The White Sox, we keep wanting to throw dust on them and just kind of put them, bury them, and say that they're just not going to do. They're only three back still. I know we're getting deeper into September here. But are the Sox still playable? They are because of how weak their schedule is. They have one of the weakest schedules, and they have four games against the Guardians head-to-head, and uh, they've got, I think, nine against the Twinkies. So they got a shot. That division yeah. still uh, hanging in the balance. When we come back, we got tips for new NFL betters. Just some things that you might want to consider before you wager in the NFL. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.